Hi and welcome back to The Peaks Life. I'm Mike Warren again with Lynn Fernie. Today, Lynn, a Back to Basics episode. And the reason being is we have a lot of people, we love keto as we all know, but we have a lot of people with really strong opinions and thoughts on the different types of keto, which one is best for certain types of ailments. So we thought we'd walk through the top five different ways to do keto and get your thoughts on which type of method you'd apply when choosing the right keto for you. This is the Peaks Audio Experience. Mm. Are you ready? Let's Top do five, this. take it away. So um, there are lots of different types of keto and you know, when you go out and if you Google, it's really, really confusing because everybody's got a different opinion on how you can do keto, the sort of things that you can eat and the sort of things that you can't eat, how much of different macros you should have, what even are macros. So mm. what we're going to do is we're going to run through five different styles and we're going to talk about what they're each good for because some are good for health conditions, some are really good for day to day, some are good for improving your muscle mm. tone. And so which one should you pick? for different situations. So the five we're going to go through today, we're going to go through therapeutic keto, we'll talk about low protein keto, we'll talk about moderate carb, moderate protein and high protein and we'll mm. give you an example on each one of when to use them. And we'll even tell you which one we recommend for day to day because we've tried them all. We, we're virtually keto scientists. We're scientists. We absolutely <laughs> are. So let's dive straight in. The first one I'm going to talk about is therapeutic keto. Uh, what do I mean by therapeutic keto? Well, this one you will typically see as being 80% of the calories mm -hmm. coming from fats. So that's why it gets labeled as a high fat diet. So 80% from fats, 15% of the calories are coming from proteins and then only about 5% are coming from carbohydrates. So that's typically less than 20 grams of, of uh, carbohydrates per day. Now, the reason that this is really effective in certain situations is because we're reducing the carbohydrates right down. So we're not giving the body any glucose and we're increasing the fats, which is amazing for the body and the brain. But the reason it's called therapeutic is because it was originally developed to treat health conditions. So children in the 1920s, children who had epilepsy, so severe conditions of the brain, they had lots of seizures, they found that a high fat diet, um, one that removed all of the carbohydrates, the carbohydrates were eliminated, so that's the breads, the pastas, the rice, the grains, the sugars, when they eliminated the carbs and they bumped the fats right up, what they found is that it really significantly improved the number of seizures that these children had. So they went from having multiple mm. seizures to having very, very few, so they could control the epilepsy. So it's been tested for a long time and it's shown to be incredibly effective. So if you have got epilepsy mm. or you've got a health condition, maybe you're trying to, um, you know, to treat cancer and so you want to remove the glucose from the body, it's amazing for all of those things. 
but it's always a but. Yeah. <laughs> so you might go on to this sort of, you know, you might have seen these sort of diets and you've, you've Googled and you've found this amazing, mm-hmm. amazing therapeutic keto. And what you've read is that you should have lots and lots of fat. So, mm. you know, you're having your bulletproof coffees and you're throwing all that in. And, you know, you get these amazing results very quickly. Your weight starts to drop, your brain's buzzing, you feel amazing. If you're measuring your ketones, you find you've got lots of ketones in your blood, you're seeing stable blood sugars. So it's it's incredibly effective. It works really well. Mm. But... You mentioned the protein and the long-term use. Well, so let me talk about protein. Mm. There's not a lot of protein. 15% of your daily calories mm. coming from protein, it's not actually a lot. And that's probably not enough for most people. It's not enough for athletes. It's not enough for most men who need more protein. Not enough for me. And it's also not enough for women for long term, especially mm. any of any of the um, any women who are in the sort of forty to fifty age group, perhaps starting to see some symptoms of perimenopause, menopause. It's not enough protein, and often it's not enough protein for long term weight loss. So you may see some weight loss very quickly, and then you stall. You hit the plateau, mm. and you hit the plateau because you've got rid of the easy weight, but you don't have enough protein to keep that weight loss going and to build up the muscle. So you're not going to build muscle on this. And I'm not talking about bodybuilder mm. style, just talking okay, about maintaining yes. maintaining your day-to-day mm. muscle and your day-to-day tone. So definitely not muscle building, definitely not muscle maintenance, but great as a therapeutic a treatment type mm-hmm. of diet. So that's therapeutic keto. What's next? What's the next choice we've got? Well, the next one that I like to talk about is low protein. Mm-hmm. And again, it's quite similar. Again, you will see it's high fat. So you've got a lot of fat in this diet, but it's even lower in protein. So some people talk about this as autophagy keto. Uh, yes. They'll talk about keeping the protein level down, um, less than 20 grams of protein per day. So 20 grams of protein, that's less than an ounce of protein. Um, So that would be less than three ounces of meat. So that's a tiny amount of meat or fish um, or even um, vegetable protein per day. Now, there are reasons to do it. It's it's got its benefits, so it's good occasionally. Mm. And the reason it's good occasionally is if you want to lower Mm. your blood sugar because it's high fat, and you've not got a lot of carb, and you've not got a lot of protein, it'll lower your blood sugar. It's good for autophagy. Now, autophagy is when we clean out our cells, and our cells sort of get clogged up with a lot of old proteins, Mm. you know, cells that don't work, they're not very functional, um, proteins that are maybe half proteins. It's sprinkling for the body. So it's a nice little sprinkling. So you want to do a bit of a clean-up, then it's great to get into autophagy. Mm. Mm. So it's really good for autophagy. Um, it's also very good for raising testosterone in women, you know, oh, oh, again, in women, in women, in women okay. occasionally. So if you want to just boost your testosterone, you might go low protein every now and then to get a bit of a boost. But. There's always a but. <laughs> but. <laughs> there's a big but on this one. Mm. This is not a long-term sustainable form of keto. And the reason is that there's just not enough protein in there for anybody, man, woman, 
you know, child, whatever, because you're simply going to start wasting away. Mm. And whilst autophagy is really, really good, and, you know, we love autophagy, but you don't want to be doing autophagy every day because just think about it like this. Imagine you've got something that you polish, right? And you've got maybe a piece of, um, piece of silver and it gets tarnished. Mm. So you polish it and you polish it and it comes up nice and shiny so you get rid of all that tarnish. Well, that's what autophagy does. So you polish your silver, it comes up shiny. You've had a bit of autophagy. Yes. But if you keep polishing, especially if it was a silver-plated piece of metal, and you polish you it, wear it away. and you polish it, and you polish it every... You wear it away. Yes. So we don't want autophagy every single day because basically we're going to wear our cells away and actually the next stage beyond autophagy is cells start to die. So we call that ap apoptosis and cell death. So obviously if you start to do too much autophagy, you're going to really impact your cells in a big mm. way and it gets to a point where it's not even recoverable. So this one is amazing <laughs> for anti-aging. <laughs> One of my favourites. Can see my beautiful. Yeah, it's not, not working. I maybe need more. Let's leave that. <laughs> but it is. It's great for anti-aging if you do it occasionally. So mm. every now and then, throw in a low protein day. You'll get a little bit extra autophagy, mm. and you'll get the anti-aging benefits. But you don't want it every single day. Mm. Excellent. All right. Let's go for the next one. Well, the next one is what we call moderate carb keto. Getting to the good ones now. All right. So we're getting into, some people call this a good one, and it depends on your goal. Mm, absolutely. So this one here, we've got about 75% fat, so still quite high, yes. but not as high as the others. We've got not so much percentage of calories from protein, about 12.5%. Mm. So it's still quite low on the protein side. And we've got about 12.5% of our calories from carbohydrates. So we've got a little bit more flexibility mm. in this one. Absolutely. So whereas before we were only allowed 20 grams of carbs, this variant is going to allow us 50 grams of carbs. So you might say, well, why do this? Yes, it's not really it's on that cusp, isn't it? It's, it's on the cusp. <clears throat> and the reason is a lot of people enjoy vegetables. Okay, and many people really struggle with keto to give up their veggies. Yes. So here you've got a little bit more flexibility. You can build in a few more vegetables, a, you know, a touch of perhaps the uh, the root vegetables mm. if you want to. So if you're if you're a woman, especially as I said in that sort of forty to fifty age category where it's you important. might need a bit more carbs. Yes. It's going to help and it's going to avoid tanking your hormones, which does happen with women. Mm. Even though I'm a huge keto fan, huge advocate, if you do these lower carb diets or low carb keto for a long time, you can tank your hormones like estrogen and progesterone because they're quite stressful. Yes. So throwing in a little bit of this moderate carb keto will just boost your, your hormones mm. and make you feel good. However, downsides again. Yes. This again doesn't have enough protein for most people. Yep. So, you know, you may want to choose a higher protein variant. And if you're pre-diabetic or diabetic or you're really wanting to lose a lot of weight, there's quite a lot of carbs in here. So you won't get quite such good blood sugar control mm -hmm. as you do with the other ones. Mm -hmm. 
um, you probably won't lose weight as quickly. Um, and certainly if you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, this might be just enough carbs to affect your blood sugar yeah. and push your blood glucose up. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to choose this one carefully. If you're yeah. healthy, if you're, you know, if you're um, in your 20s, 30s, this could be a great mm. choice for or you. Or you're experimenting with keto. Some people who follow this particular mm. style when they've had traditional keto or more strict keto, mm. but they're looking at different ways to manage their carbs mm. or cycle their carbs and they can lean towards this, yeah? Yeah, exactly right. Or, uh, you know, another example would be an athlete mm. who just wants a little, little bit more, you know, carbs. And because they're very active and they're, they're out exercising a lot, yes. then they're going to burn those carbs off, burn that blood glucose. Yep. It's finding the right keto for yourself. It is. So it is flexible and this might Indeed. be, you know, could be the one for you. All right, moderate protein keto, which is my favourite, why it's all green. Green, 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 green is good. Green Red is bad. Is good. <laughs> so why is it all in green? It's all in green and you are right, it's because it's our personal fave. Yes. Um, this is a great balanced form of keto. All right, mm. so it's not the therapeutic. True. It means that you're not trying to treat a health condition. This is your maintenance keto. This is your day-to-day -day keto. Mm. Right, so first of all, it's still low in carbohydrates. You're not giving yourself too much glucose. Nope. You're only, you're only getting 20 grams of carbs per day. So you can have your green leafy veggies, um, you know, a few nuts and seeds. But it's still quite strict, isn't it? But it's still reasonably strict. Yes. Um, the second thing is, this has got a good chunk of protein in it. Mm -hmm. So this has got about 25% of your calories are coming from protein. Mm -hmm. So it might be about a third of your plate. So you're probably going to have anywhere between 90 grams or 3 ounces and 120 grams or 4 ounces of protein. Alright, so that's quite a good amount of meat or fish. Here we're going to get plenty of protein to allow you to keep your muscle tone. If you're actually trying to build muscle, you'll have enough protein to build muscle. If you're active, if you're an athlete, if you're a busy mum or parent, um, just a generally mm. busy person, there's plenty of protein in this to fuel you. If you, um, if you use this type of, of keto, again, there's enough protein to get what we call gluconeogenesis. And so we're able to take the um, protein and convert it into glucose. So we're going to be able to feed the brain. So we're generating ketones, but we're also generating that essential glucose for the brain. This really stimulates mTOR. So again, mTOR is how we build and grow muscle. And that's super, super important. As we age, mm. it's harder and harder for us to retain our muscle and to build muscle. So again, as you age, you need more protein. And if you're trying to lose weight, perfect. it's perfect because it's going to make you feel satisfied. You're gonna enjoy your food. Mm. It's allowing you to maintain and build muscle while you lose fats and safe safe long term it's a sustainable mix. very sustainable yep. so if you look at the profile of meat and you mm. look at the profile of what our ancestors would have eaten day to day yep. they didn't get a lot of carbohydrates every now and then they'd find them and they'd gorge themselves <laughs> but on a day-to-day -day basis when they came across an animal and they ate the animal nose to tail then you'd probably find about this sort of ratio in the animal foods that they mm. ate mm. 75% fats that came from the animal fat, 
um, about 25% protein, which came from the lean and fatty proteins, and 5% carbs, which would have come from the liver, actually, mm -hmm. when they ate the liver. So this is a very natural profile, um, and it doesn't require you to add in lots and lots of fats. Yes. So here you're not going to be having, you know, two or three bulletproof coffees a day. Shame. You don't need them. You show me where Caveman was running around with a stick of butter and his blender. It didn't happen, right? Huh? So um, we didn't see them adding lots of fats to their yes. meals. So this is a really natural, sustainable, mm. and it's mm. what we like to call your day-to-day -day keto. Mm. You can do this every day for the rest of your life with a few caveats. Absolutely. I've been doing this for probably about eight months now. Yeah, perfect. Day to day. Perfect for men. Yes. Men can do this every day without breaks. Yes. Women, quick uh, public service announcement for women. <laughs> if you are a woman and you're doing this sort of keto, it'll be fabulous for day to day. But just to um, relax the stress on your body, remove a bit of that cortisol that builds up when you do a lot of keto and especially if you do a lot of fasting, yes. boost your hormones it's worth th uh, throwing in a couple of carb days mm -hmm. just to boost those those calming hormones like progesterone. Otherwise you get angry and upset. No, and we don't get angry. No, upset. you don't get no, angry. No, 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 no. Sorry, no. my mistake. You never get angry. <laughs> All right. Last so, one. Last moving one. on. The last one. Now, this is technically not keto. keto. No, it's just in there because you felt it needed to be shared. Well, I liked the number five yes. rather than four. Yes, good. So, <laughs> so, tell us about it and who would, who would it apply to? Right. So, this is, this is really not a form of keto because you won't get into ketosis with this particular mm -hmm. eating style. This you might use for your fasting, sorry, your mm. feasting, feasting days. Feasting day, I love the feasting day. Feasting day. Mm. So let's just say you are doing mm, one of those therapeutic or low protein or even the moderate carb keto. Yes. Right? Where the protein levels are below 50 grams a day. Right. Where I said on all those previous um, slides, mm. There's not enough protein there. This is what you do. So what do you do? You throw in a protein building mm, day. Mm, absolutely. Right. So if you don't really, you know, if you don't like meat that much, mm. or you, or you're a bit scared about having too much protein, mm -hmm. um, especially women. Women get a bit scared about this. Yes. And they're doing lots of the anti-aging stuff. But you really need to be able to keep your muscle mass, and you need to be able to keep the, you know the structure intact, and to make sure you get the the, the long-term benefit. Yep. Throw yourself in a feast day once a week or once a fortnight, and it could look like this. About 60% is still fat. So you've got lots of healthy fats. 35% yeah. is going to be protein. So that's a much higher amount. Yes. And you're keeping your carbohydrates low at 5%. Yep. So now we've got a day where we're going to build the muscle. It's good for the occasional feasting, but like I said, it's probably not your day-to-day, -day. Um, even though perhaps on a carnivore diet, this is what you might do. But if you're doing this sort of profile every single day, it's constantly activating what we call mTOR, which is basically how we're building muscle. Mm -hmm. It's all about muscle growth. We want that occasionally, but if you have it every single day, it will age you. And that's why you see a lot about high-protein diets being aging. It's also why you see, for example, bodybuilders. What happens to bodybuilders when they do high protein diets? They get old quick. They get old quick and they die young. They do die young. They die yes, young. They you know, there's a lot of bodybuilders who die in their mm. 40s mm. 
they have heart conditions. And yes, it may come from steroid use as well, but essentially it's because they're having very high protein, low fat diets. Mm. So this is wonderful. Throw one in every now and then. Have a feast. Have a feast. Mm. So you might have a carb feast, you might have a protein feast, um, but let yourself go, enjoy a few steaks, mm, mm. Um, and do that every now and then. Mix things up again, give, yeah. your, give your body a bit of a change. All right, let's summarise. So let's go through which, which of the five you'd apply and how, in summary, how people would choose which one's the best one for them. Yeah, so um, the quick way to look at it is, is like this. Mm. So if you've got a health condition, then the therapeutic keto, that first one, lots of fat, very little carbohydrate, and just a touch of protein, that's great for health conditions. Mm -hmm. All right, cancer, epilepsy, mental um, problems, even depression, lots of those conditions will respond really well and really quickly. Autophagy, so you want the anti-aging benefit, have a low protein day. If you're a vegetarian, you might want to go with the moderate carb variety because it will allow you to build in more of your vegetarian protein sources right. and you've got that flexibility because it mm. can be really hard if you're vegetarian or vegan to do, full keto. To do keto. So yes. this might be a way that you can get mm. into ketosis yep. um, but still maintain your, your vegan vegetarian diet. Um, if you want weight loss, then we would recommend that moderate protein keto because it's going to give you enough protein for weight loss and it's sustainable. Mm. You won't get the stalls that you'll get on the other versions. Absolutely. And then for most people, for day-to-day, -day, moderate protein keto is amazing. It mm. will give you all the brain and body benefits that you want and you can do it every single day. Excellent. A great summary. So essentially it's about choosing the right keto choice but also not getting locked into just one and doing it forever and being aware that at times you may mm. need to break out of that particular style of keto mm. and experiment depending on your requirements. Yeah, that's exactly right. A lot of people fall into the trap. They find something that works. Yes. So they, they may go for that, you know, the low protein or the, um, you know, the therapeutic keto and they do it for a few months and it works. They get great results and they go, that's it for life. And then it stalls and they, and they get confused because mm. this thing that's, that's worked really, really well suddenly doesn't work anymore. And that's, well, you know, why doesn't it work? It, yes. it always did work. Mm. Um, or perhaps, as I said, you're a woman and all of a sudden you find you're getting irritable, you're getting mood swings, your cycles have, have become irregular. You might have tanked your hormones with it. So you need to throw in a feaster. Mm. So there can be lots of reasons why it doesn't work to do this every single day. So we would suggest pick the moderate protein keto yep. for day to day. Yep. Yeah, that's perfect. There's enough flexibility in there for different foods. Absolutely. Every now and then, throw in a low protein day. Throw in a fasting day for autophagy. Excellent. Um, and throw in one of those high protein days the feast days a feast day mm -hmm. so you get it you're gonna get yeah. a bit of everything you and get it's varieties yeah. and it's, it keeps things interesting rather than doing the same thing every day mm. um, not only is it boring for your body and your body needs stimulus it's also quite exciting to have a feast day or a fast day or a bit of a change of pattern um, to look forward to when you when you're planning for keto exactly right mm. so don't don't fear other mm. styles um, there isn't you know there's not just one size fits all no. experiment with them and then if you reach a point where what you're doing isn't working, 
change it up. Absolutely. Have a balanced profile, but change it up every now and then and just enjoy the enjoy the foods. Mm, so some great tips. And we started today talking about lots of people's opinion on keto. So this has just been a really nice little summary. Mm. It is about mixing it up, getting something that's balanced and works for you. Um, but if you have questions, you can feel free to ask us any questions, send through some uh, comments. We're happy to give you some advice on what you think uh, is the best direction to take. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks day. 